T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Hello and welcome into the podcast exclusive of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Tony Colombo here with producer Chad Ellis and my partner Bo Matthews. And sticking around from the show uh, that we just wrapped up is our friend Jesse from Razorback Armory. So thank you, Jesse, for sticking around and uh, putting a little overtime with us today. All right. Yeah. Uh, lots to talk about. If you heard the show, if you haven't heard the, the radio show from this week yet, uh, you can still get the podcast. And I recommend that you always download both of these podcasts every week because many times uh, we continue a conversation that we started on the radio uh, as we go into these podcast exclusives. Something that we were just talking about before we uh, started recording this this podcast after we wrapped up the show um, was something that we did touch on early in the radio show this week, but I, I, I thought this was interesting, and I wanted to talk to Jesse about this um, uh, where everybody could, you know, hear it here on the podcast. We've 2020 has been this crazy year, and it's been uh, – we've seen this rush that we've been talking about on this show for months on the gun industry – uh, the pandemic started it. Social unrest uh, gave it another spike. And now it, uh, we have an election coming up. And every time, every election year, presidential election year, I should say, um, there's, you know, there's a little bit of, of uncertainty and we see a little bit of a uh, of a surge in the gun industry. But in this year, in 2020, when we've already seen such a big thing, uh, such a uh, a big surge for the pandemic and then a big surge when all the social unrest happened. Um, is this year's election having as big of an effect on the gun industry as it normally would, or is it getting overshadowed by everything else? What's, what's happening is how much well, of an influence is the, is the election so far right now, Jesse? I think it's been overshadowed um, for a little while. This last, I'd say week or two, we've seen some people that are, um, they're doing purchases more politically motivated, if you want to call it that. Um, the, the, the craziness is where there's not enough inventory to sell them. You know, they're, they're mm-hmm. wanting things that they would normally, you know, hey, I wanted to buy another AR. I want to get some more magazines. I want, you know, to stock up on my ammo and that where we're like, I can get you these right now. I can call you when this comes in, you know, and we're, we're unable to fulfill that need. And some of them are scratching their head because they're gun, they're, they've already gun, you know, they're gun owners. They're, they're two A guys, you know, they're, they're definitely outdoorsmen in that, and they're not. They didn't really 
do the panic buy. They weren't the first time buyers mm-hmm. that we've been seeing. So they're used to coming in the gun store, seeing it fully stocked, and they're like, what happened? <laughs> right. Where did everything go? Right. And then we get to explain huh. them what's been going on for six months, and then they kind of scratch their head. And they're like, well, I need some. So, so um, yeah. Bo, I think you're like me, that uh, especially now in, in August, that polls, I don't – I don't take stock in in presidential or it really any election polls at all, especially Not this far out. You you agree yeah. with that? Uh, yeah, and I learned it the hard way. We all learned it the hard way. Hillary Clinton learned it the hard way in 2016. And anytime I hear the word poll in this poll data, I just don't I don't listen. I don't pay so, attention because I don't believe it's true. Yeah, it's all skewed. I agree with you. And but the reason I bring it up is because we've seen a lot of polls. You know, here recently that say that Joe Biden has this big lead in the presidential election. And we know that before 2020, uh, the Donald Trump presidency was uh, not a really great thing for the gun industry because people were comfortable. I mean, this is it's a it's it's a bad thing for gun sales, but it's a good thing for your Second Amendment rights when when gun owners um, are are comfortable. They they don't think that somebody you know they don't feel like their rights are being threatened. And we you know the classic saying was that Barack Obama was the greatest gun salesman of all time because people were so afraid that um, a Democratic uh, uh, majority in in Washington was going to uh, take away or you know pass laws to take away some gun rights. So people were buying buying guns and stocking up, and they didn't feel that that need during. Uh, the Trump presidency. But now, as all these polls come out, I wonder, Jesse, if people are getting worried um, that maybe Donald Trump's not going to be the president in November. If if they if there are people that are, you know, believing these polls or believing the news. Um, and I wonder if 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 people continue to see those type of polls and continue to worry that Donald Trump might lose this election that you're going to see people stocking up before November. Do you think that's a, a possibility? And have you seen anything like that, or is it too soon? No, it's a possibility, and I've, I've we've seen that trending slightly. I think the more the more that you'll um, you know they're really not covering it on the news right now. Like we're all about this, you know, we're all about COVID and the pandemic. As soon as that kind of switches gears and we get into more political ads on TV and and everything that will definitely drive it. And it's, it's going to be an issue. Um, I, I don't, I think we're going to see the most unprecedented presidential election run up ever. Ooh, you got that um, right. I think, yeah. that, I think that, I think that any, any, anything you've seen in life, lifetime to now won't compare to what we're about to see. And then when right. the best part is, I don't even know what that is, but I've got my popcorn because it's, it's <laughs> going to be crazy. Man. And, and that, and that will absolutely drive our industry. Um, and, and all of us, every, every one of us that's in the industry, we're, we're trying to get ready for it. But unfortunately, because of what's happened in the last six months, we're unable to, to really get stocked up to, to be able to supply that need. And, um, I'll tell you if 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 it goes if it goes one way if Trump wins we'll probably see the same we'll see the same thing that we did before you know there's going to be some some you know uptick in buying and then it'll level off and kind of what you're saying there is no boogeyman there's yeah. no there's no one coming there's no one to infringe there's no uh, infringement of your rights coming you know on the horizon that you could possibly see or or come up with and then if it goes the other way if it's 
You know, if it's Joe Biden, if it's yeah. whoever whoever they put put in there, if Joe doesn't make the election, who knows? <laughs> you will you will see you will see some buying. And I will tell you, it's kind of funny that um, one of my really good customers, when he came in and purchased a weapon recently, he said the wrong day to buy a gun is the first no- first Wednesday in November. Oh yeah, the day after the election. Right. And I was like, yeah, you're right because. Because there's not going to be – he goes, the line will be out the door and there won't be anything if this goes wrong. No and if, kidding. And if I want one, he goes, if everything goes right, I don't even need to come in that day. i got plenty of time. I can come and buy a gun from you whenever I want. If that were to you know, happen, it would just be the yeah. unbelievable cap on an unbelievable year as far as just yeah. the uh, pressure on the gun absurdity. industry. Yeah, go ahead, Bo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Jeff Polite was our guest on uh, on the on-air show, mm-hmm. and um, when I talked to him a week ago or so before when we came up with the idea to talk to him, I asked him, I said, you know, in the state of Missouri, you don't need a CCW to carry a firearm. And he said, I said, why did you do it? And he said, well, he, number one, he wanted the training. Number two, mm-hmm. that if they were to repeal the, uh, the, uh, the liberal gun laws that we have where you can carry concealed with no permit, all that stuff, mm-hmm. it would be harder to take that away. And I thought that was good thinking. Yeah. Could you see, Jesse, that happening? Um, it, I mean, absolutely. It could happen if the, if, if from the, at the state level, if a lot of things change, they could repeal constitutional carry at, at, at some level. And then um, you would then you would have to, yes, you would be relying on your Missouri issued CCW. Um, yeah. I, I think that, I think that we're a pretty safe state for that. I don't think that we're really swinging that direction, but if you're like hypothetically, yes, it could definitely happen. Um, and what he said is smart. And what we, what we tell a lot of people too, yes, you have constitutional carry. If you are going to carry infrequently, maybe here or there, it's, you're, you're not going to be a, you know, a, a your average CCW carrier, which is maybe not every day, but pretty frequently carrying your firearm. Um, constitutional carry is good. Know the law. You know, know those laws. Understand those laws. But if you really want to carry a gun frequently, you know, that's going to be something that's going to be part of your day to day. We highly recommend mm-hmm. the CCW course. Doesn't I, I, we don't we don't specifically pick one out. They're all good. They're all state issued. They're all, you know, that course is there, but take that course, do everything you can to legally carry that gun so that if you ever had to use it, you've done everything you could to make that situation to be as legal as you could in that situation. And also, right. obviously we always talk about training and safety. Those, those go hand in hand, almost without saying, you know, that everyone needs to be safe with their gun. Everyone needs to be, you know, proficient with their weapon. You don't need to be a danger to anything other than what you're shooting at. Um, but just if, you know, just to have that extra sense of, you know, um, and, and the other crazy thing too is constitutional carry and Missouri CCW. They are busy at Razorback, Bo. They are busy. (laughs) That is a busy, Jesse is a busy, busy man. I'm telling you, that story is just blowing up. Uh, I'm sorry, Jesse, didn't mean to cut you off, no but problem. but hey, this no is you're, we're living it right now. This is Jesse's at work at at the gun store at Razorback Armory, and we're on the you know we're recording the podcast right now, and you can hear it. We talk about all the time and how busy these gun stores are and how much pressure is on the gun industry right now, and and we're you're experiencing it in real time right now. Like that phone is just going crazy, and I know you got people there in the store, you got other people helping the, the customers out, but. It's it's incredible. It's incredible how how busy you guys are. Yeah, it's it every day when we we look at the numbers and we look at what we're doing, what we're putting out, who we're trying to take care of, our 
you know, the, just the for just just the paperwork from every time I sell a gun. Is ridiculous. <laughs> I bet. I bet. So we has, go ahead. Bob. Now, there's only three guys that run Razorback Armory: yeah. Jesse, Brad, yeah. and Kenny. Correct. Ha- have Have any of the three yeah, of you but, taken? But Jesse, he's the star. Jesse's the star, though. Let's be honest, okay? Let's right, but has anybody of your three-man crew taken a day off? Yes. Uh, we we kind of strategically sneak them in. I was able to go fishing a month or so ago. Oh boy. Uh, Brad was able to take his wife and daughter on a little trip, you know, to, to kind of get out of town. Okay, good. Kenny, Kenny, took, Kenny took a day off the other day. I got a fishing trip coming at the end of the week. We're, we're, nice. we're, we're strategically taking a day here and then kind of parlaying it around our Sunday, Monday, you know, that we're normally closed to, 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 to maximize our free time, but also minimize the, the effect on the shop with only two people being here. Good for but, you. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So before we uh, wrap this discussion up, I want to get both of your reactions to a couple of stories that broke this week, and, and they couldn't be more on the opposite end of the spectrum. We kind of teased these on the, on the radio show today. One, I think you're going to find infuriating, and uh, uh, you're just going to shake your head. And the other, you know, might for once be a, uh, a refreshing good story. So the first one is the situation uh, with kindergarten cop in the state of Oregon. Uh, there was an outdoor screening of kindergarten cop, you know, like Bo said on the, uh, on the radio show this week, you know, uh, drive through movie theaters and outdoor movie screenings is a bit of, it's been a big thing this summer because of the ability to social distance and all that. And, you know, it's been, it's been a great way for people to, uh, you know, still socialize and still go to events while doing the, uh, you know, the right thing as far as, um, staying safe uh, from coronavirus. So there was an outdoor screening of Kindergarten Cop in Oregon this week that was canceled after people complained that the movie, quote, glorified the traumatization of children by police. What? Hold on. One person. Hold on. It gets worse. (laughs) One person went on to say, there's nothing entertaining about the presence of police in schools which feeds the school to prison pipeline. I haven't seen Kindergarten Cop in a long time. I don't remember that message. I don't remember walking away with that uh, with that message from Kindergarten Cop. It's not a Tuma. Um, yeah. Bo, you first. Okay. What's your, I, no, I, what's your reaction to that? I'm going to go opposite. I'm going to say, you know what? This is a good move. People are thinking about what's most important in this country. And, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, a beloved badass. But you know what? As a comedy actor, he sucks. So I I agree with it on that basis. (laughs) Go, Jesse. His his acting prowess in that was not uh, was not the best, but I don't I didn't remember him explaining to the kids how prison worked and how they were going to transfer over, you know, and how, you know, the prison rules in the yard were going to happen, but I, I'm going to have to watch that again. Yeah. This is so I absurd. Didn't, I didn't it's that so up. absurd. I but can't. The, how do you. The, kindergarten uh, cop? The, there's another level cop? to it. There's another level to it. You uh, you didn't get to this part. Kindergarten Cop will be replaced at the Northwest Film Center Cinema Unbound Drive-In Theater on August 6th with a second screening of John Lewis, Good Trouble, the new documentary about the late civil rights icon. Boom! There's a mic drop for wow, you. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I mean, bring the family. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, it's lighthearted. <laughs> yeah, what? what? I just, you know, what I thought it was going to be when I when I read that Kindergarten Cop, um, 
was when I read the headline that it was being banned or canceled from this, I thought it was going to be because, believe it or not, and because we've we've actually seen this with television shows, um, uh, people have spoken out against anything that puts police in a positive light. So I yeah. thought because he's a cop that's saving a little boy, you know, and is this big hero, that the complaint was going to be um, that, you know, this 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 isn't an accurate representation of cops because, um, you know, they're actually monsters and they don't save anybody. Because that's the thing that we've actually heard. So that's what I was prepared for. <laughs> uh, which is which is obviously absurd and and rid- ridiculous. That take is is ridiculous as well. But then when I read that the movie Kindergarten Cop quote glorified the traumatization of children by police, and uh, there's nothing entertaining about the presence of police in schools, which feeds the school to prison pipeline. My, I didn't even know how to live anymore. Like I don't even know. I don't even know how to. React to that. I don't know how you can watch Kindergarten Cop and walk away with such a deep political opinion on it. Either either way, it's it's incredible the way that people read into everything and try to find a um, a, an issue with everything they can. It's so easy. It's low hanging fruit. It just is. Uh, You know what? Actually, Jesse, do you ever have anybody? from the other side that, that calls you and, and berates you for what you do for a living? Mm. No, I do have them when they come in and they're looking around and one friend is really anti-gun and they're kind of looking at guns. And then they'll see certain weapons on the wall like ARs. And why would someone need one of those? I'm like, well, why wouldn't you? I mean, it, it's America. They we have the Exactly. It's America. We have these rights and freedoms. And, and I, and I kind of always – then I, I go to the thing where – Look, it's an inanimate object. It's a tool. Okay, people are inherently bad if they're going to do bad things. It's not what they're. The gun doesn't make them do that, and it doesn't matter what gun it is. And if I pointed out like a, an old style single shot break open shotgun, is that an okay gun? Because that'll kill you just as well. Hmm. I mean, it's. I mean, it's. It's not the. It's not the gun. It's the individual. So right. that's where you know. It's that's the heart of the man. Is, yeah. Yeah. But they. But they. Yeah. They'll, they'll. They'll come in occasionally. Not too much. Most of them. They. They don't. They don't want to come here. They don't want to go into right. a gun shop. Right. <laughs> uh, and then the other story that came out this week that uh, actually uh, restored my faith in humanity a little bit. Uh, the president signed the Great American Outdoors Act. It provides repairs to park infrastructure and permanently funds the Land and Water Conservation Fund, which I can't believe wasn't permanently funded already. But now that is uh, will have funding uh, forever. Uh, it also creates thousands of jobs, great, and and thousands of jobs in the park outdoor industry, which is even better. Um, some of the details here: six point six billion dollars to priority fixes at national parks. So a lot of these parks have been, you know, um, uh, for a long time. Have had you know, needed you know repairs, infrastructure work, you know, and lots of different things, and it's just gone 
unaddressed for a very long time. So $6.6 billion to priority fixes, $3 billion for agencies like the Fish and Wildlife Service, Jesse. So that's mm-hmm. good for us fishermen. Uh, $900 million a year to the Conservation Fund, uh, which has suffered from budget shortfalls forever. And it was bipartisan, and it was big-time bipartisan. It wasn't like um, this was a Republican bill and they got one or two Democrats to join in. It was bipartisan across the board. So it's uh, great to see, uh, uh, for once, people on both sides of the aisle agreeing that our our parks, our land, our our waters, you know, the campgrounds for people and, and, and lakes to fish in, rivers to fish in, um, is something that is, that this country needs. And so I, I was, I was thrilled to see this this week. Um, what's, what's your, forget about where people are, forget Seattle, forget Portland. Let's, let's, uh, make sure that the, uh, the outdoor spaces where there's very few people make sure that's protected. I'm being sarcastic, but that, that to me is, uh, it's upside down. Yeah. I asked our buddy uh, Tim Shelsvik. I'm, next time he's on, I'm, I'm sure we'll talk to him about this. Of course, um, you guys know Tim from Drury Outdoors, and he's a big, big uh, deer hunter and, and fisherman and uh, outdoorsman. And uh, he said to me, he sent me a text that said, the Great American Outdoors Act allocates funding uh, to Finally address the vast backlog of work needed on our great public lands. These wild places are our birthright as American citizens and belong to all of us. This legislation reminds us that the outdoors isn't political, rather one of the most real and significant things in our world. I think that is very well said by our friend uh, Tim Shelsvik. Um, what, what you, what's your reaction when you when – you, finally hear a good story like this jesse i mean good this is good news across the board right oh it's it's great news across the board and right now it's very timely too because of how many people are wanting to get out you know wanting to go somewhere mm-hmm. i know that uh buddy of mine's an rv salesman and they're they're selling more right now than anything uh you know boat sales are up anything that you can do and get out and enjoy the outdoors sales are up and yeah the national parks and all that everything across the board from what i understood had a lot of band-aids on it the funding wasn't there and they right. really kind of just just you know bubble gum and duct tape kind of put stuff together at least this now you know creates that you know gets them the funding gets the the infrastructure together so that you know a it's going to be good for us it's going to be good for your kids it's going to be good for their kids you know and and funded because it is, it's, it's yeah. as, as Americans, this is ours. I mean, yeah. it's something to go see, it's something to look at, and it, it absolutely needs to be preserved, maintained, and, and that preservation and maintenance of it creates jobs. Yep, and, and I it, love it helps, that part. It helps all I, the way around. Yep, I yeah. love the jobs part because it creates careers, and in, you know, it gives it gives uh, people motivation to make this their livelihood. Whereas otherwise, you know, in the past, maybe somebody who would, you know like to have a career and you know as a park ranger or you know working with the outdoors in some way you, you know there's just not very many jobs and is there is there any can I raise a family you know doing something like that and the fact that this creates so many jobs and opportunities and gives the um, uh, the possibility to make a career out of that um, is just great and, yeah, and sets I, us up for a, a long you know uh, protecting these lands for a long long time 
I've got some dear friends that are camp hosts. They travel around to different state parks, oh, and cool. they, they host, so they mm-hmm. welcome people in. They show them where things are. Uh, before we uh, close the show out, though, yeah. guys, I just want to pose this question. Mm-hmm. If uh, Because I know Jesse's traveled all over the country. Tony, I don't know what your travels are of this country, but... Uh, if you were to pick one place that is your absolute favorite that is now, you know, protected even more from President Trump, where is your favorite, like, national park to Ooh. go to that you've been? Sure. Go ahead, Jesse. I have an answer, but go ahead. Well, mine's kind of all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> the I only big I, one. I, northern, uh, you know what, the uh, protected areas in northern Florida, the dunes, uh-huh. right there by the, between the beach, uh, between the beach and all the, the commercialized area. Uh, incredibly pristine year round the spectacular yeah. and then if i had to if i had to have a bee choice it's definitely someplace up uh, around sturgis outside there spearfish canyon um all the places out there uh south dakota area uh, it's just beautiful yeah. What's uh, happening right now actually you know I, I, obviously mm-hmm. lake of the ozarks uh, you know is is uh near and dear to my heart and there's a lot of public land public parks uh, you know, Haha ha Tonka State Park and other and other places that uh, are there on the lake. So that's really great. Um, and my family, we have a, a, a connection to the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. So way up there in the UP and um, on the uh, the banks of of some of the Great Lakes up there. And there's mm-hmm. Mackinac Island, which is a beautiful, beautiful place that I recommend that everybody go to and see uh at least once in their life so uh definitely definitely a lot of those um a lot of those places up there in in the upper peninsula of michigan and uh along the great lakes uh would be a big one for me you got one bo mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I, first of all, I would say that every American needs to stand at the foot of Mount Rushmore uh, just yeah. just Great to one. experience Good that. One. Um, but but uh, you know what Jesse said, you know, Sturgis, it's going on right now, motorcycle, uh, yeah. you know, rally, mm-hmm. um, any place out there. All the parks are fantastic. But the Redwoods of California, I took my wife on a surprise birthday trip a couple of years back, and it is just so magnificent. They have a slab of one of the trees that they show, you know, from the rings of the tree, they're like timing out like, okay, here is uh, the, the beginning of creation. Here is when Jesus walked the earth. Here's when the wheel was made here. You know, and it's just amazing. The combustible motor on one of the outer outer rings. It's just amazing to stand next to these trees or or to drive through one of the trees. I think there's one you can do that. We didn't do that. But that is just this country is amazing. Yeah. It's just amazing. Yeah, so thank exactly you, Donald right. Trump, President yeah, Trump. Absolutely. So uh, we went a little we went a little long today, Jesse. I appreciate you putting in all the extra time. I know you're extremely busy there at the shop. So uh, before we wrap this up, one more time, remind people what you guys do there at Razorback Armory, where people can find you both in person and websites, social media, all that good stuff. Good deal. Yeah, full service gun shop, full concierge service. Uh, if you're looking for something particular, or if you have an idea about something and you want to just bounce it off some people, that's us. Uh, Razorback Armory, one two zero seven two, Manchester Road in De Pair, half a mile east of two seventy, right next to the tennis shop. RazorbackArmory.com and all both social medias: Facebook, Instagram. Uh, give us a call. Or, uh, give us or give us a call three one four three nine four seventeen thirty, or just stop in. All right, Jesse, thanks so much again, and uh, we'll let you get back to work. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Have a good <laughs> you one. Bet. Thank you. you. Hope he enjoyed uh, his break. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Great stuff. Great talk there. Uh, really appreciate you downloading this podcast and the podcast of the radio show. 
We put out two podcasts of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors every week. We hope that you guys uh, check them out, and we certainly appreciate everything you do to support the show. That's going to do it for this edition of the podcast exclusive. For our producer, Chad Ellis, and my partner, Bo Matthews, I'm Tony Colombo. Thank you so much for listening to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. See you, boys. Get more at 971talk.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.